What's up, everybody? Welcome to What's Your Story. I am Michael DeLulio. I'm here riding solo in the studio at Panorama Trail. Uh, unfortunately, sans Deborah Luna, but plus two great guests that uh, you'll hear from in a moment. We are celebrating not just customer service week, but CX Day, you know, all week long here at Paychex. Um, and it's a topic that we've covered on the podcast. I'm sure you've heard, you know, CX thrown around uh, throughout your course of time here at Paychex, but it's a good it's a good time to do a refresher on on what exactly that function is here and how you can help create the best customer experience, no matter what your role is here at Paychex. Um, so to help us kind of get a little insights into that, we've got Matt Tix, who's our director of corporate strategy and planning, and Dan Ernstberger, who's a customer experience manager. Um, how are you guys doing today? Doing really good, Michael. Doing great. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk with you about this again, Dan. So uh, I'll start with you. Just give us a refresher. What, what's been your paycheck story? How, when did you start with the company and kind of uh, what, what's been your roles here? Yeah, sure, Michael. Great to be back with you. I know we spoke about uh, CX Day last year when we were celebrating it here at Paychex. And at that point, I was coming up on two years with the organization. So as we speak today, I'm coming up on three years as a Paychex proud employee. I've been doing the CX thing, so to speak, for a little more than a decade. Again, most of that time was spent in the travel, tourism, hospitality industry, about 10 years working for all the major players in the car rental industry. So been very fortunate to now work for a company in my hometown of Rochester, New York, where I grew up. I always tell people, even before joining Paychex, I think I always was a little Paychex proud of the organization. So really couldn't be happier to have joined this organization almost three years ago and be working in the capacity that I am. I've chosen customer experience as really the, the discipline that I've wanted to build my career in um, for some time now. And, and really, this this will be the, the function that I will continue to operate in as long as Paychex will have me. So very fortunate to be with you today. And thanks for having us. Yeah, hopefully that that's a very long time, Dan. All right, Matt, how about yourself? Yeah, so not too far behind Dan. I joined the company uh, November of 2019. So coming up on two-year anniversary very shortly. And it was uh, fortuitous when I joined that I got a couple months in the office, got to meet a lot of folks before, as everybody well knows, we got sent home and have by and large been working, you know, remote and hybrid for the better part of a year and a half. So my backstory is my experience is largely in financial services, specifically banking prior to joining paychecks and had of various different roles I like to put in the three buckets. Spent early career in sales, spent a large part of my middle career in finance through basically everything you do in finance except for specifically accounting, and spent a good portion of my time in corporate M&A and corporate development. And then a bunch of, I'll call progressive line of business strategy roles, which all that experience together brought me to paychecks. And what was exciting as I was going through the process to join was what was brought together under our team of corporate strategy and has three great functions. And one obviously being customer experience, which we're here to talk about today, one being corporate strategy and market intelligence proper, and then a newer discipline and strategy to paychecks, which is segment strategy. Uh, think of like a GM line of business running. And so having those three perspectives coming together was very exciting to me, understanding how we could actually start with how customers and prospects and clients see and perceive our company, but how we can use that to activate strategies going forward. So seeing those three responsibilities under the same umbrella, I thought was exceedingly powerful. And still, even to this day, two years later, think our best days lie ahead and excited for what we're going to be able to build in the future. Yeah. All right. Well, th thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we're definitely um, 
you know, we're lucky to have you here at Paycheck. So it was a perfect setup the way you talked about the different functions that fall under your umbrella, Matt, because I think the question I want to start with, and the thing that I think a lot of employees, I know a lot of employees have asked me is, it's customer service week, right? But customer service is just a part of the customer experience. For listeners who may not be clear or, or would just want a little more clarity on the distinction between customer service and the kind of holistic customer experience, can you speak to what the what the difference is and maybe the relationship between those two things? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad that's how we're starting because it's very germane to a lot of discussions Dan and I have been having specifically. Um, and as of late, and I think you hit it right there is customer experience is the broad strategy and how we define it is how customers perceive their interactions with paychecks. So very simple, very brilliant, but very poignant. And when we think about customers, customers is very holistic. It's not only what we think of traditional clients, but it also includes prospects and our internal employees and our clients employees and all the stakeholders, right? It's everybody that interacts with the paychecks brand and understanding that their journey is not just the traditional sales and service. It goes to the pre-buy and, and when they leave the company and really being cognizant of all that. So I give that background because we spend a lot of time debating the language um, as we, I know we'll get into the, the formation of the customer experience committee because I'm very much the believer that words matter and we need to rally around the simple and consistent concepts and definitions. And so, as you mentioned, customer service is a component of customer experience. But customer experience encompasses a lot of things that we do today at Paychex across various functions. So when we think of the UX and how we go to market with our flex system. When I think about our sales and service folks, that's all part of the customer experience. Our voice of client and our survey perspectives are all part of that customer experience. And what I think the difference is, is again, that that customer service is a component piece and it doesn't just fit in the service aspect as well as we think of our frontline employees and even us sitting in our strategic roles. We all have an impact on how we can interact with those customers and whether it's through the evolution and introduction of strategies, whether it's as we're meeting with prospects in the marketplace or whether when we're servicing clients when they're having types of issues, how we show up in each and every day is very important. And so we're working very hard to make sure that we understand and we can define the differences between those component pieces. And one observation is, you know, notice a lot of these terms, as you kind of mentioned there, Michael, are almost interchangeable. A lot of folks will even treat VOC and customer experience as the same, and they're not, right? Voice of customer or voice of client is a component piece. And I think the better that we can bifurcate and demonstrate the differences, but more importantly, how they relate and tie back to the overall customer experience, I think will empower all of our 16,000 plus employees to understand where they fit in that ecosystem and how we can have a positive impact on the customer experience each and every day. Yeah, that's a great explanation. And I think that's really helpful. And uh, a little bit later, I do want to get into sort of, you know, what what employees across the company kind of no matter their role can do to, to, to contribute to CX. But, you know, Dan, when you were uh, reminding me about your kind of prior history before paychecks, and I know you'd worked at Hertz uh, rental car for a long time, to the extent that CX is about the way that the company makes a customer feel that that relationship and what what's just what sense do they have when they think of paychecks or another vendor they use i'm curious what the difference is when you reflect on kind of the the cx that feeling you needed to create when you were dealing with hertz and people that were traveling or on vacation versus paychecks when we're helping customers with something that's very critical to their business and helping take care of their employees is there is there a different feeling that we're looking to create for customers? You know, you've been in CX both times, but what, what's been different, I guess, in those experiences? 
You know, that's a really great question, Michael. Um, if I go back to my, my days working for, you know, again, a, a lot of different car rental companies, um, it's very heavily transaction-based. And the person you see today, you're probably not going to see tomorrow, or you're not, you're not having a lot of uh, the interactions with the same customers. We're certainly here at Paychex, right? The daily interactions we're having with whatever type of customers, whether it's the clients we deal with on a daily basis, whether it's you know, our internal partners, right? People we sit beside or used to sit beside or people we work with to help solve problems. You know, those internal in Paychex employees are customers as well, right? And I think that it, even though it's different scenarios with the whole B2C or B2B world, I think it comes down to, you know, really kind of like the golden rule, right? Treat people as you want to be treated. And I think that, you know, whether you're trying to provide a great experience to a family that's renting a car or to a, a business owner who's trying to make sure that he can run his business and, and pay his or his or her employees on time. You know, I, I really think that it comes down to making sure you can put yourself in the shoes of your customer, see things from their perspective, certainly demonstrate empathy when necessary. I think if you can, if you can really live by the paychecks values, you're going to be in a good, you're going to be headed down the right path to providing a great experience. Yeah, and so the theme this year, uh, which I love for CX Day, is that CX is a team sport. And thinking about that team kind of metaphor, to what extent do you believe CX is a cross-functional kind of exercise uh, at any company, really? Um, how necessary is that partnership in terms of being able to deliver a, a unified experience for customers, Dan? Oh, it's critical. You know, we talked about the paychecks values. The, the paychecks value of partnership is absolutely a, a critical component in delivering great experiences for, for all of our customers. You know, Michael, we, we talked about how last year we did one of these podcasts, right? I couldn't help but laugh out loud when I saw an email from the, the CXPA, which is the Customer Experience Professionals Association, um, who really you know kind of started CX Day a little more than a decade ago. When I got an email saying that the theme for CX Day in 2021 was going to be CX as a team sport, I, I, I couldn't help but snicker a little bit, right? You, you may remember last year when Meg Posh and I were here, we were fortunate enough to do, discuss CX Day and, and educate the audience a little bit on what a cu customer experience is, what it means. And she was the one who really talked so passionately when we were defining CX for, for Paychex leaders in our roadshow. And the phrase that she always hung her hat on in each of these discussions or presentations was, you know, CX is a team sport. And so to see that as the theme this year, I just thought was phenomenal. But at Paychex, like I said, living each and every one of our values, I think is a great roadmap for remaining customer centric and particularly partnership because we have so many different teams and team members that touch our clients or various customers throughout the customer journey. I think it's imperative, you know, whether it's our, our sales and marketing folks singing from the same hymnal when they're trying to convince prospects to become clients, or our many implementation teams who are working hard to welcome these new customers and, and the various products that they sign on to be delivered from paychecks. And you know, even when our clients are have been clients for a long time, they have different service teams that engage with them throughout the relationship that that partnership is critical because we never want our clients to feel as though they are dealing with different companies when they talk to different departments or different teams and paychecks, right? We want them to have that seamless experience where no matter who they're going to talk to at paychecks, they know they're talking to somebody at this particular paychecks brand. 
They know that they can trust that that person is going to put them first and, and handle their issue with the, the utmost importance. Dan, you hit me right in the Catholic with the singing from the same hymnal reference. That was very nice. So Matt, speaking of cross-functional work and how critical that is, you know, your team recently formed a new customer experience committee, you know, within Paychex. Tell me about that. Who, who's involved and uh, kind of what was the thought process behind forming that? Yeah, it's a perfect segue on what you just talked about as CX is a team sport and recognizing that it's the responsibility of all of us, but also in true PageX fashion, it's really built here in a matrix or federated function, right? So customer journey sits in one place and we have our UX team, we got our voice of client team, we have our team and many others that aren't even included in that. And what we recognized is exactly that, that we needed an organic or grassroots kind of foundational element to connect everybody so that we could all to use Dan's phrase, right, sing from the same hymnal and make sure that we're going forward to market with the same voice. And so what we decided was we wanted to make sure that we had a small team that was small enough to have deliberation and debate and have some thoughtful exercises and thought leadership, but broad enough that it represented the major functional areas of paychecks. And so the committee as it stands now is roughly 10 folks and it spans you know, sales and marketing and service and inclusive of our PO and share payroll partners to make sure that we have at least each division represented. And we currently just started, we're about two months in. So we had our inaugural meeting in August and we had our meeting in September. So our next meeting is next month. And we meet on a monthly basis. And right now we're setting up the fabric. So we worked on clearly defining the roles and responsibilities of the committee, where we have kind of the autonomy and the mandate, so to speak, collectively to move forward. And really we're looking to A, provide some governance to the overall customer experience collectively. So as we go to market, as I mentioned before, as a company, we, we can go forward with the same experiences at hand, but also start to prioritize some items. So where do we start to look at data as an example and some leading indicators that can help us predict where the client or prospects may be going? How do we look at all of our contacts that we're engaging across the various spectrums and whether that's with clients or prospects? And what does that look like? And then as we're reaching out for true voice of customer, voice of client, what are all the surveys or pendo exercises or calls and all the medium that we actually look for voice of the client? And are we optimizing each one of those interactions? So as I mentioned in the beginning, right, we define customer experience as how customers perceive their interactions with us. And there's three very important words in that statement. Our customers, as we talked about, perceive or perceptions, I think is critically important because it's not just what paychecks thinks, but how our clients and prospects perceive those. And then interactions, which is very broad. And so what the committee is looking to do now is really just try to understand all those various interactions and work together to prioritize where we can focus some of our collective efforts to make some good change going forward for not only internal employees, but also our clients and prospects alike. Yeah. And I think, you know, you touched again on that kind of outside in framework being so central to, to what CX is all about. You know, I know it's early on, you've only said you've met a few times, but what do you imagine kind of the substance of these, the get-togethers for the committee, what's going to fuel those? Is it, is it, you know, VOC is obviously customer feedback. Do you imagine it's going to be, hey, you know, we've heard our employees telling us this or that and something we need to solve for. How can we work together? Mm -hmm. um, what uh, sort of, what do you see as like, what's going to fuel those conversations? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'll even back up a little bit there and kind of get into as we reached out to these folks right, and identified the key partners. The one thing that I was um, is very good to see was the passion that came out of everybody. So we did a little bit of a roadshow kind of unveiled what we thought the concept should be. 
And each and every conversation, the, the folks were excited, right? There was really no cajoling into kind of getting them to buy into the concept. They were rare, raring to go. And I think that was great to show that we really want to make sure that we had folks that had the experience and the discipline and the functional responsibility, but even more importantly, the passion and understanding how important customer experience is to not only as a, you know, a tactical item of how we live and breathe every day, but a strategic imperative. So that was, I want to make sure that that's clear that the folks here are really engaged and have a primary focus on making sure that we show up in each and every day in that perspective. You know, Dan, one of the things that I, I always love talking to you about and find very exciting about the work you do is your team always has its ear to the ground, listening to what businesses are, are saying about their interactions with paychecks. You know, you do that listening in various places, and then you connect and ask them outright. I'm wondering if you could kind of go back through through the archives for yourself and give me an example of a time where, you know, you had heard maybe a recurring piece of constructive feedback from customers, something we could, you know, do a little better to even further enhance kind of the customer experience with paychecks. And then you were able to take that and make a recommendation or help implement a solution. Is there, is there something that sticks out for you? Yeah, sure. A few examples. I think one I'd, I'd be happy to share today, right? As you guys know, we have no shortage of voice of customer or voice of client feedback with all the surveys we send. But it was about this time last year that our team had started a new voice of employee program, right? And I think you just kind of alluded to this in talking about the committee, Michael, and asking questions of what's going to inform some of the work. Is it just going to be voice of customer, meaning clients, or also some of the customers internally in our employee perspective? And so we've really seen the, starting to see the fruits of our labor from this new voice of employee program just in the last few months. And so uh, it was about a year ago, we selected a segment of our employee population, again, with you know, almost 16,000 employees. We looked at across the organization and said, where can we focus um, our efforts for this newly pro- new program we're going to stand up? And where, where we, can we really provide value to the organization? And so we targeted our, our HRGs, our human resource generalists, who work with our HR service clients, both ASO and PEO. And we focused on these 527, I think, HRGs at the time to really have designed this thoughtful program around how can we incorporate them into the strategic planning process, right? Um, I think some of the people that heard us, we were going to stand up a voice of employee program thought, okay, is this going to be another survey, like the waggle survey that we we get out of our, our HR department? And while that certainly provides value in its own right, we weren't on a mission to specifically gauge like job satisfaction here at Paychecks or employee engagement. We certainly captured those nuggets and that's certainly important, but we positioned this new voice of employee program as a, an opportunity for these folks to be a part of the strategic planning process and for it to be like a think tank. And so if I fast forward now almost a year, I, I couldn't be more proud to say that, you know, Allison Stevens and her leadership team um, have really accomplished a great deal of work just in the last nine or 12 months that's really informed by the voice of her employees. Her leadership team took the feedback that we were able to extract after we spent 52 hours with this group of employees doing you know, 52 one-hour focus groups. There was a quantitative survey involved because even after we, we captured all the information we did, we didn't want to decide what was most important. We wanted the group to help us prioritize uh, across everything we captured. And so being able to deliver to Allison and her team here, this, these are the things that are working really well. These are the things we need to make sure we don't change because your people are telling us it impacts 
the, the client experience positively. It impacts their employee experience positively, certainly was important. And also those areas where we had opportunity for improvement, right? Where could we lift and shift some of the, the work or responsibilities amongst the various teams that service these clients? Because again, a lot of our <laughs> Paychex employees are touching our clients throughout any portion of their journey, right? So she took the feedback from her teams, partnered with other leaders in sales and elsewhere, and has, again, really accomplished some phenomenal things in the last nine or 12 months. I think that's the one that sticks out the most that I'm most proud of today. Yeah, and that's a, I love that example too, because I mean, you, you did mention, you know, of course we, we are reaching out, we are surveying our employees. We are asking them how, you know, we can improve the employee experience here at Paychex. But in your case, it's, it's, it's even a different uh, kind of way that we're tapping into people and, and Hey, you're on the front lines. You're the ones talking to our customers, you know, how can you help us lead the strategy also here at Paycheck? So that, that's such a fantastic example. And I wanted to follow that up with, so that's that's something we did great based on feedback from customers. What's one thing customers say they love about Paychecks that we should make sure we continue to do just the way we are? Well, we're fortunate. There's a lot of things that our clients love. And I, you know, I think the biggest thing for me from my seat is seeing when we are a service provider. We collectively are able to demonstrate empathy with a customer. And again, I say customer, not client, because I've seen instances, certainly in VOC feedback, where uh, a client is telling us about you know, a tax issue they had or something that happened with their business. And, and the paychecks representative displayed empathy, made them feel good, not didn't just solve the problem, but also understood how it impacted their business. And certainly that's one example, but also internally with customers, right? If you think about what we've all gone through the last 18 plus months, being able to display empathy with our coworkers in trying to collectively work together to solve problems for our clients, we've had to overcome a lot of obstacles in you know almost two years of this new environment. And so I think that you know displaying empathy when necessary is a critical piece in terms of establishing trust with one another. Again, whether it's your, your partners that you're working side by side with or with clients, that's one thing I know that our paychecks employees love when their colleagues are demonstrated it. And certainly our paychecks clients feel, like you mentioned before, that emotional tie to the paychecks brand or that, that ability to trust us going forward is certainly enhanced when, when there's empathy. And that's that's important for the business too, right? If you think about it, there's going to be mistakes along the way, right? There's going to be a time where a customer has to maybe wait on hold a little longer than they expected. And when you build that type of relationship with a client or you have that type of emotional tie where there's trust and you've displayed empathy in the past, you've almost earned the right to, you know, have a hold time here and there or make a mistake every once in a while. So I think it's critically important. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, so you say the word empathy makes me think of kind of our respect value to some extent here at Paychex. And, you know, those things, yeah, it is a value we have on paper, but I also think that that empathy is just sort of a part of the fabric of the type of people that work at Paychex and just the community that we, that we foster here. So I want to close here and I'll, I'll ask both of you to chime in on this for employees who want to embrace a CX mindset and think about how they can affect the Paychex CX outside of just their immediate role and what they do day to day. What would you suggest if you had to just pick one thing, what would you suggest as a first kind of easy step, a simple thing that someone could do, or maybe it's just a mindset, maybe it's something they can think about when they start their day, a post-it note that goes on their wall or their, their monitor. What's something that 
almost anyone could do. Yeah, so I'll build on what Dan said, and I think the whole theme here today, Michael, and I'll, uh, that empathy concept, and say we're all consumers in our everyday life. And I think if we just use that positioning to put ourselves in the customer's shoes, whether that's a client, a prospect, or another peer or colleague in the organization, I think that helps give you that perspective and a great lens to look through. So if it's something as a consumer and you're going through the buying or service experience, would that be something that you would value and expect and appreciate? Or is it something that would create some type of negative event or connotation? And I think just using that framework in and of itself helps kind of take you out of the paychecks lens and put you into what our clients and prospects and their employees may be feeling as well. Yeah. And to me, that almost, that echoes the, the golden rule Dan mentioned earlier. How would I like to be treated in this situation? And I think it's it's going to be critical to consciously think about that the more that business is done virtually, right? You're not seeing someone in the flesh to see their facial you know, cues and responses. And it's like, hey, I, I, need, I need to challenge myself to remember, yeah, I'm emailing them or I'm only on the phone, but that's that could be me tomorrow with some other vendor that I use. So how would I want to be treated? Dan, what would, what would you say? Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the golden rule, which I brought up earlier. I think Matt said it, you know, very poignantly. It, it really is that CX is a team sport. I, I think I've referenced, uh, you know, Belichick in the past and his whole mantra around, you know, do your job. And I think, you know, I'll steal a quote from Steve Jobs today, right? Great things in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team of people. And so, you know, there isn't one person out there at Paychex, even in a frontline role servicing a client as a payroll rep or an account manager, you cannot possibly do it all by yourself. You need to be able to lean on and rely on the people on your right and on your left and be able to embrace the fact that, you know, CX is a team sport and providing a great experience, whether it's the service experience, the the product experience we're delivering to a client, all 15,000 plus of us are contributing to that. And so for the folks that want to embrace that mindset, you know, I'd welcome them to plenty of uh, great books out there that they can consume. I'd be happy if anybody wants to reach out to me, I can point them in the right direction, but we're always happy to talk with our internal customers, our colleagues here who have that customer centric mindset and are, and are hungry to learn more. So I, I welcome any of those future engagements. I want to thank both you guys for the, the great discussion around this. And like I mentioned, you know, we're celebrating you know, CX Day all this week. Customer Service Week is this week. And, um, you know, so definitely stay tuned to my link and you'll see you'll see some content uh, kind of throughout as to how you can get involved and and continue to think about this in your day to day work. So, Dan, Matt, thank you guys so much for joining. Thanks, Thanks for having us. us. Thanks for having us. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.